Welcome to the Tashina Christian Faith Podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about lust and how it's wrong. Believers, non-believers, just don't do it. And I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while now because I've been experiencing lust and not myself, people toward me lusting after me and it's disgusting and I don't like it. It walks right out of the pit of hell and I've experienced it in church, outside of church and I don't understand why people have this problem. Maybe because it's not a sin that I battle with because I know even though we come to Christ, we still battle with stuff, but that's when we have to pick up our word and let the Holy Spirit guide us on how to combat these sinful things in this world. So if you're lusting for someone, stop it. It walks right out of the pit of hell and it's not anything of the Father. So the first Bible verse we're going over tonight is John chapter, first uh, John chapter two, verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust and sensual craving of the flesh and the lust and longing of the eyes and the boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things. These do not come from the father, but are from the world. So when in first John chapter two, verse 16 is teaching us that lust and sinful craving and sensual cravings are from the flesh and it's not from the father it's from the world and the world is up under temporary prince all this prince of the air satan so all that stuff comes out of the pit of hell it's not from heaven so if you're lusting for someone stop it's from hell you need to get help by going to jesus asking him hey help me with this i'm having this sinful problem you know what i mean you need to repent give it to the cross get counseling it depends on how deep it goes because lust can go many ways a lot of people in this world struggle with it i don't but i find it very baffling to me as a child of god that i still experience this stuff at church like some men saying hi and, you know, they give a compliment, that's cool, and they keep it pushing. But then you got the other men, the, the other side of church, where every church got some, where they just like lusting for women, and you could tell because they'll say hi, give a flirtatious smile, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, uh-huh. and you turn and look the other way, but then you turn back and you still see that person checking you out in a sense in a like sensual craving type way, like first John chapter two, verse 16 states, and it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm calling you out. I don't like it. And some of y'all married that be doing it too. And it's disgusting. You wait until your wife's not around and you say hi, or you wait till their heads are turned and you be like, hi. And then you still staring and smiling. What are you smiling at? What are you looking at? It's inappropriate. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Stop doing it. I don't like it. Lust walks right out of the pit of hell. I know you're saved but why don't you act saved why don't you read up on the fruits of the holy spirit and the characteristics of the holy spirit in the bible and humble yourself down and when you come to church pipe down and stop looking at people in a lustful way it's disgusting it makes people feel uncomfortable i don't like it and if you do it again i will be popping off moving on to matthew chapter 5 verses 27 through 29 you have heard that it was said you shall not commit adultery but i say to you that everyone who so much as looks at a woman with lust 
for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye makes you stumble and leads you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. That is remove yourself from the source of temptation for it is better for you to lose one part for it is better to lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And I picked Matthew chapter five, verses 27 through 29, specifically 27 that states, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who so much as looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So when you're at church, men, women of God, or non-believers if you're attending, do not lust for people at all, okay? When you lust for someone, you're already committing adultery in your heart. The sin is already done because you're looking, you're gawking, you're 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 not doing the the less than 30 second, oh, nice dress, keep it moving. Oh, nice hairstyle, keep it moving. How are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Just a friendly gesture. You don't need to say, "Oh, hi, Sheena." And then I look away and I turn back like, I don't know, three seconds later and you're still staring at me and dress me with your eyes. Inappropriate. Don't like it. Don't do it. And I'm saying, but Lord, help my tongue because sometimes, boy, he got to help my mouth because my pop-off clapback season's in. I, I, uh-uh. Don't do it. Moving on. So now we are on Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And this one is, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. So in Romans chapter 12, verse two, we are to be different. That is what is teaching us. Do not conform to this world and the way of his thinking any longer with his superficial values and customs, superficial values and customs. We're supposed to change, but be transformed and progressively change as we mature spiritually in orders, commentary, mixing in with the Bible. Romans chapter 12, verse two, as we mature spiritually, we do that by staying in the word of God. So if you're staying in the word of God, you're renewing your mind every day with the word of God and you're learning what God's will is and purpose for your life because you're what falling in the steps of the Holy spirit. That's why it's important as Christians to really, um, put the flesh to death every day, every day, choose the Holy spirit. Okay. Pick up your word. Like I said, in my last episode, if it's just saturating on a verse a day until you build yourself up, then the next day, add two verses, just keep doing that. Okay. Let the Holy spirit guide you through the Bible. This type of stuff should not be happening in church, outside of church. I get it from non-believers and, and like strangers on the street. I'm like, okay, whatever. They, they just need Jesus. And I just keep it pushing. But when you 
you are saved and you have the Holy Spirit living in your heart, that is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You need to live accordingly. You need to follow Jesus's teachings. And if you battle with lust really bad, there are counseling groups that can help you. Because when you start lusting for people that aren't your spouse or your girlfriend, that can lead to a whole different can of worms, okay? That can lead to cheating outside of the marriage. That can lead to you having a wandering eye and then wanting to take that wandering eye a little deeper uh-uh, it's a no-no, we should not do it. And what I mean by lusting is just don't do it. Meaning you're looking at somebody with a sensual, craving, sexual look. And I've received these looks and I don't ask for these looks to come my way at all. Meaning I don't dress provocative to church, outside of church. The same woman I step into church is the same woman I am outside of church. So I don't want people looking at me in a lustful way. So if you are one of these people that I am talking about and you come up, across my podcast and you know it's you stop doing it because like I said clapback season's in and if I gotta check you in church you better hope that day that I'm walking in the power of the Holy Spirit and not in the flesh because you don't want to see that side of me that's why I really stay in my word and I let Jesus Christ just mold me into the person he wants me to be and if you are in a relationship you shouldn't be lusting for anyone you know you should be working on your boundaries in that relationship and letting that relationship take you to marriage because that's the only reason we're supposed to date as christians we're not supposed to just be dating and if you are in a relationship you shouldn't be having sex unless you're married come on we know that that teaches us in the bible too i ain't even gonna throw them bible verses at you i don't even remember it but you can google it we are at the stage of google and where we can have so much knowledge from the bible god's wisdom so that's what i mean by that so respect your spouse spouse if you're married and stop lusting for women at church if you're a man and if you're a woman respect and you're married respect your spouse and stop lusting for men at church because you shouldn't do it and then if you're in a just respect your partner and not lust at all don't lust for them don't let them lust for you should be no lust at all it should be all love and then like I said if you're single don't lust celibacy that's the life we were called for if you're not um seeking marriage sorry i know it sounds a bit old-fashioned because everybody's shacking up out here and having sex before they're married but um been there done that found christ renewed life renewed thought pattern because i'm in the word of god and that brings me back to romans chapter 12 verse 2 where it says and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs shacking up i'm just throwing commentary in there shacking up okay we don't do that uh-uh we wrong that's lust don't do that I, I i say we because i did it in the past and i knew it was wrong but now as a christian i know i would never do that again because it really does ruin future relationships if you do want to have a relationship if you do want to get married one day it ruins those things for you and if you are burning with the desire of lust then you should really get some counseling, a Christian counselor, not these worldly counselors, because you already know what the stuff they're going to throw at you, those superficial values and customs of the world, like Romans chapter 12, verse 2. So get counseling if you're going through lust. Take it to Christ and pin it to the cross and put the flesh to death like Christ did on the cross. And really just focus on where you're going in life and if you're following Jesus's 
teachings because like I said, we're going to roll back over to John first John chapter two, verse 16, where it says that, um, for all that is in the world, the lust and the sensual craving of the flesh and the lust and the longing of the eyes and the boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things. These do not come from the father, but are from the world. And this world is temporarily, temporarily ran by Satan and all that, the lust and the sensual cravings walks out of the pit of hell and you do not need to be this way. So if you're doing this to people and you're one of these Christians that are doing this, stop. Not all Christians are like this. Some are, I've experienced it at church. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And like I said, stop doing it. If you run across my podcast, and you hear this and you know what you stop doing it because I don't like it. And like I said, if you do it again, anybody that's been doing it to me because it's been done to me more than once and I don't like it. I usually give a little snarky, sassy joke or I just end the conversation and turn my head the other way. But it's inappropriate and you know you're doing it and you want somebody to notice you looking at them in this lustful way. Sorry, I don't take to that. And um, <laughs> some of y'all married, so you might want to stop that altogether. It's garbage. Throw the whole lustful sin away. Pin it to the cross and let it go. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be this way. So when you're a Christian and you do this tactic to people, some Christians do this. Not all Christians do this. I always got to correct myself on that because I don't want y'all thinking I'm talking about all Christians do this. They don't. Some do. You act like Proverbs chapter 26 verses 11 through 12 where it says, As a dog returns to its vomit, so also a fool repeats his foolishness. Do you see a person who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. So don't be no fool. Stop lusting for folks. It's disgusting. I'm out.